Xbox Record This is a podcast celebrating all things gaming, food, and the good old days. Hosted by three BFFs, Daddy Diwali, Chipotle Bear, and Bubble Boy N7. This is Cortana. And remember, don't make a girl a promise if you know you can't keep it. As always, Spartans, see you online. Oh, hello. Daddy D. Wally here, and welcome to Xbox. Record this episode 62. Joining me, as always, is the assistant to the co-host, Chipotle Bear. Chipotle Bear, how are you, my friend? Uh, I'm doing great, man. I'm just trying to soak up the last couple days before I have to go back to work. Uh, I know my fabulous uh, host here had to go back this week. I go back next Wednesday. Um, so I'm just trying to soak up the last bit of summer, but I've been killing it on the game front. Can't wait to talk about what I've been playing and uh, just happy to be with you guys, man. Thanks. Very nice. And joining us again, as always, is the assistant to the assistant to the co-host, Bubble Boy and Seven. How are you? Oh, okay. I was really bummed because I thought I might have the whole new setup ready, but I'm not quite there. You can see the I got the fridge. I got the achievement. Nice. Some of my Halo stuff back there, but still the random um, cable sticking out of the wall. I mean, if you um, hadn't pointed it out, someone would have thought you were going to hang something there. But now everyone's going to stare at that. Yeah, but yeah. looking much improved from your usual spot in the kitchen, I have to say. I mean, yeah. why don't, can I ask you a question? Why don't you tilt the, the camera down a little bit? Oh, can't it's of the a wonderful question, Daniel. It's because I'm on a surface and I can't. Okay, it's the fixed mm-hmm. angle. Okay, maybe next have a booster seat or so for the other This is as high it. as it goes. All right. Well, moving on, guys, we've got an exciting episode of XRT this week. We're going to talk about our favorite games coming to Game Pass, 360 stuff. Ooh, Jose's pump for Skull and Bones and some other random caca, guys. But let's start out with our favorite. So many shout outs, you guys. So many shout outs this week. Kind of crazy. So let's jump right into it. Huge XRT shout out to Black Wolf 7240 for following XRT on Twitter. Right, Jose? Yeah, that's right. Oh, no, see, Jose, every time I do a shout out, I want like a little sound bit there. So that would have been nice. Moving on next. Oh. Huge shout out. Thanks again. Shout out to Black Wolf for following us on the show. Huge. <laughs> there we go. XRT shout out to at xbox underscore chief for also following the show on twitter thank you for joining he sent me a message to, to join the a master chief meme uh, i politely declined I, I i have enough memes in my life but thank you for the invitation huge xrt shout out and this is thanks to jose to aaron greeny greenberg over at xbox for liking a tweet that Jose mentioned us on, on the old Twittersphere streets. And then a huge XRT shout out to Jay Bizzle on YouTube. This is from two episodes ago. Unfortunately, I didn't see it last week. He said, I never heard of a solid C minus before, Jose. Just saying. Jose, what was that in reference to? Again? I don't know. I was I saw that too and I was like, I mean, I do say that kind of stuff when I'm like, that's yeah. a solid C minus, but... I don't remember what it was specifically, so I hope that was just you wanting to use my 
my mannerisms, Javis, feel free to use take that to North Carolina for us. Absolutely. And then another ba- or shout out to X Bacon Gaming on YouTube. He said, "What have I been playing? Finished Mass Effect Two and Mass Effect Three. Absolutely the greatest game franchise of all time. The official goat." But Andromeda is a borderline travesty. You guys, Bacon was texting me nonstop for a week and a half, just cruising through Mass Effect. It was incredible. He just couldn't stop, just constantly playing. Finally got sucked in, saw the light of how incredible the Mass Effect trilogy is. So Bacon, congratulations. Very proud of you. And I warned you about Andromeda. And I remember you started it, and I don't think you did much, and I'm pretty sure you probably already quit on it. So yeah. He also wrote in with his top gun call signs his personal ranking and it's not good so here it is compared to compare it to ours he has 14 chipper 13 stinger 12 charlie 11, this is just disgusting 11 sundown 10 merlin 9 goose 8 cougar oh this is so bad uh, 7 hollywood 6 jester at 6 5 viper 4 okay at least it gets a little bit better wolfman Three Maverick, two two Slider number two. What the? Is this amateur hour, Jose? And then what is this amateur hour? Number one, thankfully he put Ice Man, of course. But minus points, uh, Bacon. You put a space between Ice and Man and Wolf (laughs) and Man. So your list has been officially been banned. Okay, but thanks for writing in X Bacon Gaming with your list. And Jose, why don't you take over? Or maybe Chance, would you like to read Claire's this time? Her letter she wrote in? Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Before you start, Jose, where can people reach us? What email? You can always reach us XboxRecordThis at gmail.com or any of our DMs, which are wide open yes. and love interacting Slide with the fans. But Chance, take it away. On. Slide into our DMs, please. Go ahead. All right. Boy. Hello, gentlemen. Great episode this week. Loved the ranking of Top Gun call signs. Iceman is absolutely the best. Oh, and she spelled it right. And all the new game info, as usual. I definitely am going to check out Cuphead. Green Green Goblin absolutely has to be an iconic Spider-Man villain, despite not being the coolest story. He is the most well-known and even made his way into the Broadway show Hashtag 2012 Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark. What kind of name is that? He did fly um, around um, the theater. Boy, I believe that's a, a pound sign. But, but, uh, uh, pound 2012? I don't understand that. I think she's saying I think she meant circa 2012. 2012 like around. <laughs> I, I, I just know it's not a, Sorry, Claire. It's not a hashtag, Claire. Okay, continue. <laughs> oh, bubble, maybe he was in, she was in that, uh, it, they co-starred the. Uh, no, no, no. I think well, that's like was, number 2012 or around. Jake Gyllenhaal movie? Yeah, that makes more sense. Okay. Snow, Spider-Man, circa. turn off the dark. Thanks, Bubble Boy. All right, circa 2012. Um, where did I see? Now I'm all thrown off. What kind of name is that? He did fly around the theater on his little board, though, and that was epic. Yeah, that sounds cool. Um, I agree with Dan that the evil within Willem Dafoe's portrayal of Green Goblin in No Way Home made my skin crawl. Horrifying and exceptionally villainous. And as someone who works in behavioral health, I really like his psychological torment addressed in this rendition, too. A rather accurate depiction of some schizoaffective traits. I now see why Daniel asked me to read this one. 
I also really like Venom and Doc Ock. I think they've done neat things with their stories. If y'all didn't know, my family is from New Orleans, and it looks like we missed each other by literally a day, Jose. Where was your po' boy from? The smells you discussed are haunting in the city, always. Excited that you tried Popeye's down there. It's just better there for whatever reason. People don't believe me. I hope you had a wonderful time, and I hope you feel better soon. Glad to hear the trio back together. Looking forward to each episode, as always. See you online. Claire, gamer tag. Are we supposed to shout that out to the world? I, I yeah, she put it there. Sure, put it up. Yeah. Pick it up. Claire de Squirr? Squirr. Claire de Squirr. Claire de I forgot to add. For- to- uh, Claire, can you do me a favor and add all of us on uh, Xbox so we know and then we can respond to. Uh, anybody would like to respond to Claire's inquiry about the Po' Boys and the Popeyes? Is that accurate? Is it better out there? Well, actually, don't spoil later tonight, Jose. But yeah, yes. I won't. I won't. Okay. I'll save the other part. No. Uh, so I, it was from a place called Armentine. Claire. The restaurant was called Armentine. It was absolutely delicious. It was just off of Bourbon Street. It wasn't actually on Bourbon, but it was quite delicious and a really, really nice restaurant. They had a really cool gold alligator in the bar, which was cool. Um, the only thing I was going to add is, um, oddly enough, as I think about it, I think I went with Claire to see the Spider-Man Broadway show. Like We were in New York because of Kella. It was a spring break thing and uh, she because Kella takes kids every spring break to go see Broadway shows and I went with them and I saw the Spider-Man and the first like song number was really cool because it was actually against uh, Flash Thompson in the school. And it was like a fight scene where like the actors would literally go like slow motion with Spider-Man. Like it was really cool. And then the rest of the show was God awful. Like literally one of the worst Broadway's like shows I've ever seen. And it oh, was no. really cool at first to see Spider-Man like come out into the crowd in the Green Goblin. But the story was horrible and it was just like. You know, like it just some some things just shouldn't be adapted for for Broadway. At least that's my position or opinion. But um, it was definitely was cool that they at least tried it and fun, of course, to go with Claire. So thank you, Claire, for the shout out. I'm feeling much better. And uh, if you're if you're back in New Orleans anytime, check out that restaurant Armentine. Everybody else had like oysters and the red beans and rice. There was also really good. So check it out. All right, thank you, Claire, for writing in. Actually, you should write back and tell us what you thought of Spider Man on Broadway. Was it as caca as Jose thought it was? Again, thank you to Black Wolf seventy two forty Xbox Chief Aaron Greeny Greenberg for giving us some love on Twitter. And also, I forgot to say, you guys, one more shout out, huge XRT shout out to Best Buy and LG OLED TVs. If you didn't notice, you guys, they are sponsoring our episode today. We've got a 65-inch LG C1 right behind me. There's also a 77-inch going off right now. Uh, I'm trying to break in the panel. There's that vertical banding, you guys. It's just a problem with the bigger screens. It's just what happens. I was able to price match these bad boys to a company out in Florida called Brandsmart USA. And Best Buy matched and sent me two TVs at ridiculously low, low prices. So huge shout out to Best Buy and LG. Uh, I think you're, we didn't really talk about terms for you sponsoring our episode, so please hit us up at xboxrecordthis at gmail.com. Thank you very much, you guys. Let's jump into the warm-up question now, gentlemen. Ba- er, Bubble Boy, uh, take it away. Yeah, so if you don't know, uh, I think I've mentioned it a few times on here, but my my, my wife is like 
morbidly against macaroni and cheese. Um, cheese is her favorite thing in the world, and then noodles are like her second favorite thing in the world. But for some reason, when you combine them, um, she just has a taste aversion like you can't imagine. She can't. Ash, hear I it. didn't know this. I know. It's, you disgust dude, me. You, you can't. You, you will never understand it. It's the sound. It's the smell. It's everything. Um, and so Cora and I both obviously love it because we're not psychopaths. And so we don't get to eat it that often, right? Um, but we did get to eat some this last weekend. Um, and Cora has been letting me add Frank's Red Hot Buffalo Sauce to hers now. She's like, oh, yeah, Daddy, we, she can't not eat it without Buffalo Sauce. I was like, well, man, I don't think we've done our top five boxed mac and cheeses so i know there's probably like look i'm sure someone's aunt makes the most incredible like casserole baked mac and cheese and some of that truffle mac from whatever expensive steakhouse dan is frequenting these days but we're not del, talking about any del of that frisco's, del frisco's del frisco's yes. yeah we're not talking about those we're talking about i, I think probably three dollars max maybe each one of these okay. will run you except uh, point, of, point of Point of order. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to interrupt, Chains. Your your text did not say boxed mac and cheese. It said store okay. bought mac and cheese because okay. that that would change uh, my list. Um, I went boxed. Don't tell so, me you have a frozen one on there. Okay. Oh god, he's cheating. He's, probably got, he's got like one. Costco on there. Stouffer's. You got to redo it. Yep. Just redo watch. it. I, no, let me start. No, it said store bought. Let, let me start. I'm Hungry going. Man. I knew what Chance meant. I went all boxes on mine, and it was kind of hard to. It doesn't really. Just hear me out. Here's my list, you guys. Number five. <laughs> I kind of just made this one up. I wrote down Kroger imitation mac and cheese. I'm just guessing it's good. I've never what? actually had it, but usually Kroger knockoff brand is probably going to be good. So I had to have five on here. I followed the rules. I put one on there. I'm I'm taking a I'm taking a shot. I don't know. Is it going to be good? Looks like I'm going to have to pick it up next time. Number four, I have Cheetos. Again, the Cheetos brand mac and cheese, I actually don't think this is very good. But again, I had to have five. So I didn't – the normal Cheetos mac and cheese, I didn't think it was very good. I'm not I'm not going to lie. It was not very good. No, no, but these next three are good. Number three, Cheetos jalapeno. If you're going to get any of them, a nice balance of spice and cheese, Cheetos jalapeno, that is worth your time on the XRT rating scale. Number two, <laughs> Cheetos Flaming Hot. I just like Flaming Hot, and again, I had to fill out the list. But number one, is there really any question? Are there really any other options? I don't even know. Like, do people buy other box mac and cheese? No, it's Kraft macaroni and cheese. What else is there? That's the best. What an idiot! No, no, that is the <laughs> best. You don't get to make fun of Jose. I don't care if he doesn't that is have the any best. box mac and cheese. You don't like Kraft mac and cheese? That's not the oh best. I feel like but I'm taking like crazy pills. At least, at least, my guess is he's. Eaten four out of five on his list. I'm gonna assume he ate I've all five eaten out of five. Four out of five. I just didn't eat five out of five. But Jose, take it away. Jesus. That's the definitive XRT. That is not the definitive list. Oh my! Yeah, I, I do not sign off on that one. Okay. Now, to be fair, again, mine because I was going by what the text said was store bought. My number five. And for the record, I tried all the Cheetos ones. Not a fan. I really wanted to like them because I love Cheetos. I was not a fan of any of the Cheetos mac and cheeses. Number five is the Panera mac and cheese that you can buy in the refrigerated section at grocery stores. So if you ever had Panera mac and cheese, you can get it in frozen or refrigerated sections. It's actually sounds expensive. It's okay. It is a little expensive. It's very, very creamy. It's a white cheese. Um, and it's okay. It's it's not my favorite, but it's it's on my list because there really just aren't that many store bought ones. Number four is the Annie's mac and cheese. 
Um, the yellow, like the bunnies, I think, I think Annie's is really good for like organic or I know it's like a whole foods kind of brand. And that's why my wife buys it is because it's supposedly healthier, but it's okay. I like Annie's number three is Kraft Mac and cheese, which Dan, I do like Kraft. Like it's not my number one, but I genuinely I love like it. It's a childhood thing. I think it's a good for yeah. a, a dollar. Like in college definitely got me through things. I love throwing hot dogs in there. I'm all about oh, that. Exactly. Life. Thank you. Uh, number two is the Velveeta boxed mac and cheese. Holy Velveeta. crap. Oh my gosh. I completely forgot about Velveeta. Yes. Oh yeah, my gosh. Fired right. Seven times. That's number one. That's number one. That Sorry. Was, Editing my yeah. list. I can't believe I forgot that. I'm embarrassed. That one is really, really good. But my number one, if I can count it, is the Costco pre-prepped mac and cheese. I knew he was going to go there. Did I not call that? Did I not call that? Blah, blah, blah. But it's not frozen. It's in It's in the refrigerated section. It's fresh. It's prepped. And here's why. We actually have had a couple of birthdays for the girls where that was like the main course and we had a mac and cheese bar. So we put that out there and then we put like panko breadcrumbs. We do crushed up uh, flaming Hot Cheetos, green onions, and you make your own mac and cheese. And that is clutch. The one thing out before I pass it a chance though, if we are talking boxed, Velveeta is my number one. Any any mac and cheese, whether it's Kraft or Annie's or Kroger or whatever, the secret though is to take a little bit of your own cheese and add it to the mac and cheese at the end. So like use their packets, use the butter, the milk, all that, but then throw in like a quarter cup of like shredded cheese and that makes it really nice and like stringy and sticky. Try that next time out there if you haven't. It's fantastic. So Chance, educate us. Yeah, I'm still, I just, no Velveeta. Um, I, Here, I, let me explain that really quick. It was such a luxury when I was a kid. Like I've rarely had it. And like, and so like, that's kind of why I forget about it. And also <laughs> it doesn't say, I'm pretty sure it doesn't say cheese. Doesn't it? it it's like, it, it says something different. Cheese product. Yeah. Cheese. See, and that, you know, <laughs> cheese. But you're right. Genuine, genuine you're right. cheese product. Velveeta's number one. I'll, Velveeta's number one. <laughs> Actually, I'm going to knock off Cheetos brand. And yeah. replace it with Kroger that I haven't tried because I'm assuming that's better than the Cheetos <laughs> normal cheese. So number two you're is right, Kraft. Right. Three is a, the Flamin' Hot. Four is Cheetos Jalapeno. And then five, Kroger, even though I haven't had it. Go ahead, Chance. Good thing they're not sponsoring us. Kroger have dropped us already. You haven't tried their food and you're bumping them off the list. So number five, coming in hot, um, same as Jose, Annie's Shells, but white cheddar. Shells and white cheddar is the one I prefer from Annie's. Um, Number four, I was surprised. I, I mean, I'll give you guys a pass on this one. I had the, what I consider bottom of the barrel, nasty powdered craft macaroni and cheese, but I put it at number four because I put the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles edition of Kraft mac and cheese, um, which does taste better. Just like Claire said, the Popeyes taste better. If she can say that, I can say the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles edition tastes better. Number three, Cracker Barrel. Cracker Barrel Sharp Cheddar and Bacon. Of course, they use the gooey, creamy cheese as well. None of that powder stuff. Number two, I had, this was, it's like a tie. So you either go the Cheetos Jalapeno, that one all by itself, or you combine the Flaming Hot and the regular one box of each. Um, and it just makes it a little more cheesier. Um, the Flaming Hot flavor obviously takes over and stays there, but you get a little bit more cheese. So that's a secret. And then number one, yeah, come on, man. Velveeta Shell and cheese the goat um nothing beats it and and like i said earlier if you add a little bit of frank's uh hot buffalo sauce to it it is just perfect where where can you get the cracker barrel one i just i've never even seen that one uh walmart of course i mean come on okay fair enough one of the greatest stores 
ever created, right, guys? Well, when it comes to junk food, absolutely. Yeah, and now they're sponsoring the Broncos and XRT, so. There you go. Well, there it is, you guys, our definitive uh, top five. It does say store-bought mac and cheese, so I guess Jose's caca list applies, even though Chance and I were both thinking box. Don't you shame me for and reading and so. like following the rules? <laughs> well, you know what's funny though? I literally did like I erased, I deleted it and rewrote it like three different times because I was like, well, boxed. I don't know. There yeah. might be like I'm forgetting something, and I don't know. Maybe there's some Stofers or Hungry Man thing I haven't tried that might be frozen and good. I don't know, but yeah. Either way, they'll oh, be. Oh, right. Yes, Velveeta is number one. Let's jump into X. Box news. We got a lot of topics to cover this week. Starting out with coming soon to Xbox Game Pass. Uh, this is from July 5th, 2022. I'm just gonna read the games very quickly that on this picture. Um, because I feel like you guys don't even care when I read the description. So we'll get through it real quick. And if anyone wants to add anything or uh if you're going to play any of these, we've got Respect TV, Cloud Console, PC, Match Point, a tennis game, Cloud Console, PC, My Friend, Peppa the Peppa Pig, Cloud Console, PC. Oh, Chance is going to be checking this next one out. Cloud Console and PC, Adventure City Calls. It looks like a Paw Patrol thing. He already got a thousand on a thousand of another Paw Patrol game. And then we've got... Hold on. He Was he the only one that did that? Yes. Next up is power wash simulator on cloud console and pc this looks strangely satisfying but i'm not going to play a game power washing i'd rather really power wash things um no you wouldn't uh well maybe next three yakuza zero yakuza kiwami and yakuza kiwami two so Yak the kiwami is the one high definition remake these were i, I want to point this out nobody else has said this I've been listening to other podcasts. These have already been on Game Pass and they're coming back. And I remembered that because I remember when they first came a long time ago, I checked out Yakuza 0. Very cool, very great graphics, actually. Great acting, cool stories. It's just a little too much dialogue. It's a lot. I, I fell asleep a lot playing this game because I was just dozing off during some of the cutscenes. But they're good though. Like that's the worst part. It's just, it's just too much. I need more gameplay. But Definitely, I think of any of these, check those out for sure. Road 96, Cloud Console PC, Escape Academy. I think that's that Escape Room 1, Console and PC. Last Call, BBS. No idea what that is. And Overwhelm to PC. Those last two were coming to PC. Anybody want to add anything to these games? Or have you played any? Or are you going to check out any of these games, Jose or Bubble Boy? I might check out the Escape Academy one. I uh, It's like, it's actually, they got like, information from people that like expertly design real escape rooms in real life puzzle game i've kind of been crazy in a good puzzle game but uh i've also been kind of playing when we'll talk about that when we get to game so i might check that out I, it's cool that they're adding the yakuza ones back i just i've never played any of them because it seems like there it's a lot of reading and i, I love reading i just don't want to do it in my video games i just so i probably won't maybe peppa pig with the kids i don't know I, it's a i guess cute show i don't want to play a game necessarily but We'll see. Whatever yeah. I can do to get him in the life. I, I do think it's a good diverse selection of games for, for sure. Like there are kid games, some RPG games. I think you'd actually like Yakuza Jose, but it is it is all dialogue because it's all Japanese. I don't is there English voice acting? Oh, you yeah, can't at least it? in the newest one. I, yeah, maybe the it. newer ones, yeah. But I don't think in I don't think in these first ones it's all 
Japanese. So, Bubble Boy, any thoughts on this, or shall we move on? Yeah, the the power wash simulator cracks me up after lawnmower. I want to know what if if you guys could think of one manual labor task that they're going to come up with next to turn into a video game. What's it going to be? Uber simulator, bathroom cleaner. <laughs> <laughs> I think the Uber one might. Well, yeah, they already have like the trucker simulator. Crazy Taxi, yeah. That, that's... Yeah, but no, no. This one's literally you're just no, manual labor. It would be kind of cool, actually. They could do that to just take whatever they've done. I don't know how realistic the trucking simulator is, but just put like a real city, like New York, and you're just driving through. Or, and honestly, uh... that because there's another one that already came out, that House Flipper. Like it's just, hey, are you too lazy to do this yourself? But you still <laughs> you really spend hours it? flipping a house. <laughs> Wait, did you did you read this the, the description of Power Wash Simulator below? You, it says the title pretty much says it all. Arm yourself with an arsenal <laughs> of pressure washers and a lot of very dirty things to use them on. Great, that's a great, perfect, perfect description. Uh, Jose, let's move on. Why don't you take it away quickly? Tell us about the three sixty games. No longer being a part of game. Who cares about games with gold? But go ahead quickly. T- talk to us. So, about this, well, I just I thought this was interesting to bring up. So this comes to us from the Verge, actually from Tom Warren over there, and it, it was all over the internet. Dan actually sent me a clip from Mister Maddie Plays and stuff about this a little bit too. That was Chance, or the, sorry, that was Chance. That starting in October in a couple months, Xbox 360 games will no longer be part of games with gold. And I, the reason I thought it was an interesting ad was because it kind of begs the question of like, what are they going to do with 360 games? Now, again, this is not game pass. So it's not like we're losing all the 360 games on game pass, but it's, it's interesting that they're taking them off from games with gold. Cause it either means a couple of things. It either means that they're starting to like sunset games with gold, right. And probably trying to move people over to game pass. But the, the question that comes up is, PlayStation Plus or Play Pass, sorry, we just call it Play Pass here at XRT. Play Pass has been doing a really great job of bringing back old titles and providing trophy support to a lot of them, which is something that we've wanted for a long time. I'm curious what you two think just briefly. Do you think this is a good thing for to see it move to Game Pass versus Games with Gold? Does it make you worried about Xbox like not necessarily focusing on old games? I mean, here's and, and here's why. I'll, my last thing, and I'll pass it to you guys. I don't care about achievements in the way that you do. Like I like when I get achievements. I like that my score is not, it's not amazing like your guys is, but it's not like a zero, but at the same time, like it doesn't like if, if, if 360 games don't get tro- or achievement support, that doesn't going to kill me. Cause I don't go, I really won't go back and play most of them anyway, where I think you guys might actually do that. So I, this is really neither here nor there for me, but I think it's interesting that we're seeing some progression on this front. So uh chance you want to start and then maybe Dan after. Well, I totally misread it. I thought they were saying they're not doing any more of the 360 stuff. Like they're just like shutting that part of it down completely. And if it's there now, it's there. And if it's not, it's gone. Chance, I do think they said that they're not adding any more to backwards compatibility. I think that was mentioned earlier that they had reached the capacity of what they're able to add. And I mean, it's all like new games. Yeah. yeah, Well, and it, it honestly, so I, and I was, I, I was, talking about it earlier with Jose and I was kind of like, you know, I, what else would they add that I need and care about? Is there, can you honestly think of one 360 game that you're just like, I got to play that. Or I know I missed that. The only games that I can even think of aren't even 360 games. They're original Xbox games like Knights of the old Republic or fusion frenzy that I would love to see 
um, achievement support for. So if it means something like that, getting better achievement support for what we already have, I'm all about it. I'd, I'd love it. Um, if it just means, sorry, you're not getting anything else. We're just done. I, I get it. Yeah. I was just going to say, Jose, to answer your first question, um, if I, would I rather have them add achievements to Xbox original games? Yes, absolutely. I'd much rather have them do that if, if it's possible, but I don't know if they're really going to go back and do that at this point, just because Sony did. And then do I care that they're done with the 360 games on this? No. And I barely get the games with gold in the first place. And to be honest, you guys, the 360 ended basically when the Xbox one launched, that was back in 2013. So if there's something no, like we're a decade out. That, yeah, like if we really missed it at this point, I mean, everything we could possibly ask for pretty much is on backwards compatibility. And I'm I'm with chance. I'd rather have them remaster or continue to do improvements on 360 and original Xbox games. So to me, time time to move on. I'm and I'm fine. Get ready games with gold, focus more on Game Pass. If you have to absolutely charge for online make it like $3 a month or something, or I don't know that they, they need to figure out either get rid of games with gold and paying for that online service altogether, or ha- try to get everyone to, to convert over to game pass kind of similar to what I guess Sony has kind of done with play pass. I don't even know what the stupid different tiers are. God, they mess that up so bad. So thank you, Jose. Goodbye. All 360 games. No one cares. Similar to this next story, possibly nobody caring about Jose. Tell us about Skull and Bones. So I actually didn't put this on here, but yeah, but it was big news this week. So oh, okay, okay, bubble so, boy, you can talk to chance, us about. You can, you can talk. <laughs> I think I added, I think I added all of these or almost all of oh, these. Oh, yeah. sorry. I didn't no, know. I just I just thought it was it's Skull and Bones is kind of and and to give credit where it's due, this came from Matt Kim on IGN. Um, but it to me, it's that game that's like it's kind of an inside joke for them, like the the fig newtons when they're like oh yeah the, the serving size is only two like yeah we put two it out like it's hilarious um that this game isn't really real but i apparently it is they keep talking about it and they finally came out did you guys remember i gotta say this chance this game was announced in 2017 that's what it says here yeah is, is that insane? we heard about it yep. isn't that insane Based on the naval five, combat in assassin's creed 4 black which flag. came out in 2014 14 i want to say wasn't that an xbox or 13 wasn't that an xbox one launch it was game? A, one it was a launch game, game with the xbox God, one dude yeah crazy yeah so they spent four years after that <laughs> trying to figure this out and then um missed its initial 2018 release window and every subsequent oh year after that until now finally being released um or supposedly november 8th i i can't look at this and not think the the screenshots look pretty cool though so okay let me just jump in real quick before i had to give it to you jose here's <clears throat> here's the thing i want to be positive about this because i'm like maybe this can offer to me what i felt like sea of thieves couldn't give me which was a more single player be a cool pirate with modern graphics kind of setting and it doesn't look like that have did you guys watch the gameplay trailer okay chance did you watch the gameplay trailer i'm trying to watch it right now because i was going to do it earlier but i forgot i apologize so i'm trying to skim it right now all i'm seeing is a lot of me being in first person and then a lot of ship stuff it looks like it's all focused around the ship jose talk to me am i gonna 
enjoy this at all or does this look like a huge xrt not worth your time and i and i really did i i really did want to like this you guys i really wanted it to be like a better version of see if these but i just don't think that's gonna happen go ahead Jose. i mean will it be enjoyable maybe is it what you want dan i don't think so so a lot of the descriptions i've seen is like so it's it's co-op up to three people on like a squad or team or whatever you want so it'd be like you as the captain and two other friends but it's mostly stuff on your boat like it you like I know it's kind of even limited on Sea of Thieves, like because there's just not a lot of land that you can get on. On this one, it's even less. Like there's, they did say you'll be able to get off and like walk around, but not on like any island that you want. It's only in very specific cases. Um, and and I agree with Chance. It does look beautiful. The sound that they like, the music they used, and the foley that they use in the in the trailer it looks cool. Like it's it gives you that like Pirates Pirates of Caribbean vibe. But it honestly, to me, just seems like a higher resolution graphic. Sea of Thieves, like except Sea of Thieves has more content built out at this point, and and, and I would oh, say high resolution graphically. I think Sea of Thieves is beautiful. I still think that game looks incredible. This looks more, I would say, more realistic. Correct, but so I, I still think Sea realistic. of Thieves art style and overall graphics is better than this. But I do want to say, can so you can't get out and fight. There's no combat. I don't get to hold a sword or or shoot people. No, there is. Like it says there is combat, and there it says you can get off on land, but it's not. It's not universal like you can't just find any tiny island and go explore the island um i assume you'll be able to like jump onto someone else's ship and like sword fight with them or shoot your did they show that i didn't see that in the thing but i'm you know that would make sense if you're like if it's sea warfare with everybody else um the one thing that i think is hilarious and, and not that we have to jump to this story yet but the release date so this is releasing on november 8th of this year which is fine they've had plenty of time to do it but guess what comes out on november 9th let's jump right into the next story jose let's tie a perfect segue god of war announced its release date at a random sony blog post for november 9th 2022 the day after skull and bones is scheduled to release man setting them out to succeed aren't they jose so go ahead well i mean i'm assuming that you know that (laughs) santa monica studios didn't call whoever's making i forgot who's making skull and crossbones sorry ubisoft it's ubisoft i'm sure they didn't i'm sure they didn't call them and be like hey when are you releasing yours oh we're gonna do this i'm like they don't do that but it's kind of funny because i it seems like they're positioning it to compete with it. And from everything we've seen, God of War is just going to absolutely crush this game, uh, which is kind of a bummer. I, I mean, really, it's a bummer for the developers who've worked on this for, what, seven years or something like that. Um, so anyway, that's it with Skull and Bones. We'll see more as it comes out. As for the God of War thing, um, you know, we don't know a whole lot other than the, the release date. And then I was um, talking to Chance earlier today about the um, special editions are coming out. One of them comes with a... I don't think it's life-size, but it's a pretty big replica of Mjolnir, like the hammer that Thor is going to use in the game. You get an actual like physical prop, which looks pretty cool. But man, the price of games recently and their special editions, I would being willing to bet that's going to be like $300 plus for that edition. But we'll they see. Didn't, Maybe they I'm didn't wrong. announce prices for any of those. They just showed them. Mm-hmm. Smooth move, Sony. Good gosh. That's pretty yeah, which oh. like everything else, especially if you own a house, you know if there isn't a price tag on it, it's too expensive for you to <laughs> buy. Expensive, unless your wife wants it. Uh, also, Jose, we you mentioned. I don't know if you guys read this about Skull and Bones. I read somewhere, or, or there's something said about like 
Singapore's government is like funding it partially, and that's why they're like being forced to get to release it. Yeah, look it up, and that's why they like have to get it out this year because they had some sort of contract and they're like where's this product it's just continuing well that spells success right there you have to get it out this year and they're like not there's like they sped up the beta and it like uh, i don't know again i i really did want to be positive about this but i watched or i skimmed through the trailer just now and i don't see anything that appealing like if they would have just made it if they would just made assassin's creed four like like literally just cut and paste that but have somehow make it multiplayer i I'm all in, but it doesn't look no, like but that at all. <laughs> here's the problem, because I know we just talked about God of War. The reality is, except for Dan, I know he has a PS5. Chance and I are playing God of War, at least right now. Guess what comes out a week before that? That's Gotham. Gotham. Um, why am I blanking? Gotham Knights. Gotham Knights. Thank you. <laughs> I was like, Gotham Arkham, but that's all right. Gotham Knights. <laughs> so there's no way I would be buying Skull and Bones at this point yeah. anyway. And then, and then Callisto oh, Protocols a- is just around the corner. Like... I get that if they had to get it out because of this oh, contract oh, with Singapore. What's before but that, like, though? What's before? Um, uh, I'm missing. There's one other one right well, there. There's another um, one big one in October that everyone in the world is going to be playing. Just a week before. Know. Call Remind of Duty, me, Modern Warfare oh, that's 2. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. The, the release of Modern Warfare 2. So anyway, we'll see what happens with Skull and Crossbones. And, and we'll Skull and Bones. There. But thank you. Moving on. No, we're already going to forget about that game. Uh, Chance, any reaction to the God of War? Like, are you? excited about this I, you're probably the biggest I, mean, I can't i can't be i don't have a ps5 and i've tried a couple of times you've been uh, you've diligently... had to be fair bubble boy i've given you I opportunities know. To i know and one. i've tried i have tried not like drop everything i'm doing but like minutes later get on and um it's just it's not it's i can't be excited i'll be excited if i land hopefully yes five but at that point you can probably just borrow my digital let's be real it's yep. just sitting here collecting dust you can get it um that, that you know what that might be an xrt write-off the ps5 for our company for other video game reviews and we'll just split it between the three of us because lord knows it's just sitting over there just collecting dust uh sorry boys over at ps trophy room i besides elden ring and probably mass effect i won't be checking out out of war right away um, let's move into the next news story. Jose, talk to me about new Red Dead Redemption 2 report. That's disappointing news for fans coming from Tyler. That was me again. That All right, me. Bubble Boy Fisher over yeah. at comicbook.com. Tyler Fisher. So I, I just thought it was interesting to put on here because they're essentially saying they're not going to release a proper next-gen version of Red Dead Redemption 2 um, and that a lot of people are really upset about this. But I was like, have you booted that game up on your Series X? It looks incredible and it runs incredible. And even if it wasn't on your Series X, it was back on your Xbox One. That game pushed every limit that console had and... I haven't played it in a while. I guess we got to ask Nico, right? Didn't he go through and get like 100% everything? Huge XRT shout out to Nico. He got 100% completion in Red Dead Redemption. It's truly impressive. But that game trance, so so incredible, right? Like, yeah, and that. So good. Like, and it's, I, I'm like, I'm like, what, who cares that they're not redo? What are they going to improve upon? Maybe loading times, which yeah, is but it really that, worth that much effort that they're going to put in and time yeah. and manpower and people and money. And, and then I'm like, you know what, if it means we're going to get Grand Theft Auto six sooner, of course, that's what I would prefer. And I'm pretty sure. So it, it had Xbox 
1x enhancement so it's probably running native 4k something but you're right maybe they can improve the frame rate but i mean you're like you said if it's already 4k 30 stable as it is and i'm pretty sure the ssd will improve load times regardless even like it's not you know made for the velocity i was just curious if either of you were like no i'm not disappointed and i understand and i love and respect red dead redemption 2 like that was a game of the year probably that year for me and incredible experience i I have nothing but respect for that game it was a 80 hours well spent uh unlike 55 hours i spent in assassin's creed valhalla so chipotle any thoughts on red dead if you haven't played it guys go play red dead redemption 2 yes it's a little janky control wise and it is a slow burn but think of it like the wire or sopranos it's it's that good of a story. Bubble Boy, can you mute yourself? Jose, any thoughts, or do you want to move on to the next story? No, just just one quick thing. I think it's interesting that people are really pushing for these remasters for games that have just come out. Like I I mean, I, I understand why they want they want the full experience and you know, when you buy an OLED panel, when you get a nice gaming system, like, but at the same time, like it's it's to me it's very different than like when they do like a remaster of like Resident Evil 2 that came out literally 15 years ago. Um and I I am with chance hundred percent that like, I don't think we need that. Like the game still runs and looks beautiful and we just need to like enjoy and let, let these studios make new properties for you that you can love. Like I get that you love the game and you want to replay it. You, you can just replay it and have fun. You don't have to have the series X version. Now the one, the one argument to that is like yeah. cyberpunk, you know, like cyberpunk, but that's different because it was broken. Right. So patching yeah. it is different than remastering. And it. one more Jose um, from rockstar. Grand Theft Auto Five has a GTA. Series X, but the thing with that is that game—can you believe it? Is going to be freaking ten years old. Holy caca! Let that sink in. Grand Theft Auto Five yeah. is ten years old. Oh my gosh, my life just flashed before my eyes, you guys. And then um, that makes them a bunch more money. GTA Online is way more popular, so that's why they did that. Go ahead, Bubble Boy. I just bought Grand Theft Auto Five again for Dude, it's twenty dollars. Yeah, and you're gonna love it. It's it runs great. It's 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 a great game. Like, do you know? Am I here's because here's my plan. If I load it up and all my achievements get ported right over, because I and don't. <sighs> Sorry, they do. do <laughs> Was they that really? the main reason why you got it? Well, I kind of would like to get them again. No, like, no, that's a they do. Bit of a bummer to me. Wait, you might be able to avoid it if you like don't have a Rockstar I, account or something. Yeah, you might we'll want to look into it. With it. But I, I I'm look like, well, that. worst case, even if it does that, I pay twenty dollars, I get the game, <laughs> boot it up, send the game right back, and have my what twelve hundred more achievement score. Send it back? Did you buy you like a, the guy a copy of Grand Theft Auto Five? Yeah, the digital sixty now. I couldn't. I was not gonna. I, are you kidding I, me? With all the madness the and the mess. digital version of it. I'm pretty sure it's no. only twenty dollars. Bubble Boy is lost no, over it's at the Microsoft 60. store. Look at all the mm, stop. No, it is a mess the way they're selling that game right now. People are so confused. I couldn't figure out what I was supposed to buy. I uh-uh, it wasn't gonna happen. So I just. Mm-mm. You're like that guy on the internet who tried to give himself like brain damage so he could replay Skyrim for the first time. Like, have you seen that meme before of that guy? That's that's you with GTA, dude. Imagine that with Mass Effect. Oh my gosh, that would. I think that was a question in one of these shows, and I wanted to steal it, and I'll have to remember. It was like if you could experience what game would you experience for the first time? But but it was similar to that. I mean, that I'm gonna have to look that up. But 
Uh, who wants to talk about or who brought up the Xbox Series S? I'm guessing Jose. And S has now sold over 250,000 units in Japan. More than, well, I'll let you explain, Jose. I'm assuming you brought this one up. I did. So the reason I brought this up is because this was the Twitter this was the tweet that I put out from Aaron Greenberg. He actually was the one who sent this out first, and I I retweeted it, wrote sweet, and added our our tag, and he liked it. That's that's where it came from. And again, I've I've said this many times. This is not me trying to tell all the PlayStation fanboys, "Oh, we're better than you," and "Oh, PlayStation's doomed." It's it's not that. It's it's just me being happy to hear that Xbox is still selling well. Now, to be fair, for a long time this year, that's because it was just available. Right. But I think we're really seeing kind of the outcome of that for a while is like if you really love video games and you want to get on the newest gen and you just can't get a PlayStation and you can get an Xbox, especially with everything they're doing with online gaming, with Game Pass, with their incredible catalog right now. I, I mean, this is clearly that work like as, as an Xbox fan and for all the people, Sarah Bond and, and Phil Spencer and, and, you know, Aaron Greenberg, everybody else like this is a pretty special thing because forever and ever the Japanese market was a hard place for us to break into mm-hmm. and it's clearly going well. So I just thought it was worth mentioning. Um, you know, again, it doesn't mean anything necessarily. It's just a just a milestone and we'll see what continues to happen for the rest of the year. You guys and have any it, thoughts on it? Did you mention how many the Xbox one had sold in its lifetime? Do you remember how much it was? I didn't. Sorry, the Xbox One only managed to sell 114,000 total in its entire Lifetime. lifespan. And as, since its release, almost two years now, the Series X has sold 250,000 units by itself, like more than double in a short amount of time. So that's pretty, pretty cool stuff. Yeah, I was just say it's very cool to see Xbox ha- <clears throat> having success out in Japan. It's like Jose said, maybe it's the Game Pass, the solid and functional and smaller size for many people who don't want to buy a ps5 like table to put in their entertainment center in their limited space bubble boy any thoughts on the success in japan oh actually we've gotten a lot more japanese game support too as well we didn't really shout that out can't wait bubble boy put your money where your mouth is talk to us about persona when you get to that you got to play all yeah i was gonna say i think it'll just keep increasing and and the game pass numbers will help that tremendously and uh after that last um, showcase that they had, they're they're really pumping that Japanese market, so it's good. All right, let's move on to the next story. Xbox has confirmed plans to attend Gamescom 2022. It will provide updates on some announced games coming to Xbox in the next 12 months. This is coming. From Tom Ivan over at Video Games Chronicle. Who brought this story? Jose? And and I'll just say very quickly, uh, I wouldn't expect much from this. And yeah, go ahead, Jose. No, and and I that's I didn't put it in there because I thought of anything specific. Like, there's not any specific game or title or trailer that I'm looking for. But I think it's interesting that this is going to come because there was another there was another story today, and I didn't put it in our notes that E3 has officially been scheduled for LA next year. They officially said like these are the dates, it's happening, and so it was interesting because we were a couple months ago we were even saying here on XRT like I think E3's dead, like it's not coming back, and some of that was just because like we didn't think that people would want to necessarily go back to large in crowd things. But I don't know if you guys actually saw this. I think I saw it on Twitter. I can't remember the source. I apologize. There was an anime convent convention recently in LA that got out of hand with attendance. Like it was so packed that the fire marshal had to show up at the door and stop letting people come in because so many people wanted to attend an in person event. Now, granted, I. 
I don't necessarily want to go to that. I mean, I just had COVID last week, so I would really love to not have that again. But I, I just think it's, it is cool one that we're seeing these events come back again because they were seriously a very, like a happy source for us in the summer. Like I remembered every year getting excited for things like Comic Con and E3 and this stuff just because there's so much news and stuff around pop culture and movies and games and that kind of stuff. But I think it is cool that Xbox is already committing to other stuff, not just their own stuff, because I think they really want to get their stuff out there and, my hope is that we get a little more new stuff. Like I hope that the Gamescom, which is in Germany, by the way, if you didn't know that, I hope that it's not just the same things that they regurgitate them. There may be some new stuff there, but it is cool that they're trying to put stuff out for the fans in general. Dan, what do you think? But yeah, maybe maybe a potential update on the Activision acquisition. Maybe things are going pretty smoothly with that. Who knows? Maybe we could hear something then. But as far as you said, people wanting to go back to in-person events, yeah, I totally get that. And I can totally see... Um, the desire to go to such a thing. I would not want to go to the COVID super spreader event out at Gamescom, but do I wish we would have started this podcast earlier and gone to a previous E3? Yes, I think that'd be really cool. But to be honest, you guys, if we could go next year, E3, Xbox Conference 2023, I feel like that could be a certified slanger, as they say, because there's going to be that. I feel like they're going to drop some serious games next year. So I don't know. Maybe we need to start planning. Bubble Boy, any thoughts on in-person events? I know that you probably are going to be against it, but uh, go ahead. Yeah, no, I I would very, very be. I would be very, very unlikely to go, but it's cool for people that like it. All right, moving on to the last Xbox story for the week. I'm going to guess Bubble Boy on this because he's the sports fan. NBA 2K23 promises the next evolution of ultra real gameplay on Xbox Series X and S. This is coming from Fraser Gilbert over at Pure Xbox. Shout out. A bubble boy, do you believe them or is this going to be another money grab no. like usual? No, I don't get it. And I'm trying to think like, what was the last? And there, okay, this game is not Madden, and it's probably I'm more of a fan of football, so I think I enjoy Madden over the 2K basketball games. But if I I could see how this is a more popular game, um, I what was the last evolution? Would they call it next evolution of ultra real gameplay? New ways to attack off the dribble and at the rim. Intuitive one-on-one positional shading system. I'm like, at some point, just stop and be like, no, it's the roster update, and you guys are going to keep paying money for it because you always have, and you always will. I was going to say, wasn't the last major evolution gameplay update um it was called Levolution on Battlefield. From Battlefield. Yeah, I think that was probably... <laughs> <laughs> that was Battlefield 4, but that was a long um, time ago. I was going to say... You're right. When when Who's going to... Here's the thing. Who's going to be the first to go free to play? And then they're just going to do season passes and then just do the roster update every year. Who's going to be the first, Bubble Boy? Who do you think is going to be the first game to make that switch? Or do you think they're well, too greedy and people are too much of idiots and Madden and NBA are, and FIFA or whatever, football club, are all the top sellers no matter what? Because that's all... Like, I was just out in Pennsylvania and I was at uh, my Ali's cousin Dave's house and he showed me his man cave, which, by the way, shout out, was incredible. He had two 55-inch monitors just like you guys used to do in the living room. He had this sectional... But they're all reclining seats, like eight of those. It was incredible. I was just like, Ellie, do you see what this guy has? Okay, where where's my man cave? Thank you very much. And it's your two OLEDs right behind so you. Ma- well, true. Have. I mean, she's freaking out about the three TVs I have right now. But again, 
they're going back. But anyway, um, and I was like, well, what do you, he had a PS5. Somehow he had a PS5 chance. Okay. I just want to point that out. And I was like, so what do you play on your PS5? And he's like, oh, I just play Madden and basketball. And like, that's all some people do. Like, that's all they'll buy. So is it going to ever happen? And if it does, who do you think is going first? Well, boy. I don't think it will because they don't need to. Like, <clears throat> they're, people are going to keep paying $60, $70 and then another 300 JBiz um, on mutt packs and stuff like that. I think, and this is kind of a cop-out answer, but I think whichever of those companies gets bought out first will be the one to do that. So say Microsoft acquires um, 2K, then they have the deep pockets to be able to say like, okay, free to play. Or if, and I know they they already have ea games on game pass so it'd be more like day one game pass stuff um it but it just it doesn't it doesn't matter and i think the people that are actually we'd have to didn't we look into this one time do they make more money off the sales of the games or the packs themselves i'm sure it was the packs on fifa it was insane it was like yeah because they were still yeah so they more than any game has ever made right or something i can remember and so it does Sure, why not? But also, why? Yeah. Any thoughts on this, Chipotle Bear? Or are you? Oh, I, the only thing is, I wonder. I wonder if they could do something different with NCAA coming back out because they didn't they announce that that they're bringing back NCAA football. I wonder if I doubt they will. I really because they just they want as much money as they can, and that's the best way to get it. But that could be an interesting way to say, like, look, we're not. It's going to be an, an online game. We're just going to update rosters every year, like because that would actually make more sense in that realm because of the college piece of it. But but I don't know. I, I'm not a huge sports gamer, so I'm not really qualified to speak on. I just think it's interesting, Dan. Oh, I was just going to say quickly, Bubble Boy, isn't the NCAA just like falling apart? Like it's just, it doesn't even matter, right? Like because no, all these conferences are like all combining. And, and yeah. so like, I feel like the NCAA is powerless and it's not really going to matter, but they're the whole, how does that work? What, like anyone can get paid for anything now for likeness, correct? Like I haven't really been paying attention too much to that. Can you educate me? Yeah, gosh. And why am I drawing a blank on what it's called? Um... Which I, I think it's honestly a good thing. It's just what it's going to turn into, though, is you're going to have the Yankees um, and the Red Sox, which are going to be all your SEC schools. And then you'll have random Notre Dame's, USC, places like that. And whoever has the deepest UNC. pockets is, yeah, is going to get the best recruits. But let's be honest, is it really that different right now? The answer is no, it's not all that different. At least let the people who are doing all the hard work get some money for it. Oh uh, no, I completely agree. I think the players should get paid for what they do and how much money they bring into the schools. And I don't understand why the NCAA was getting money. Like I that doesn't make sense. So Agreed. guys, that has been the Xbox news for the week. If there are topics you feel like we should talk about, please send them our way. Guys, let's jump into I was gonna ask you, do you want to talk about what we've been watching or are we should we give our final thoughts on Halo? We never did end up doing that the halo is a series do we want to quickly go over that i'll say this i think overall i'd probably give it should we do out of five or out of ten because that'll probably change my vote out of five well first let's do the xrt scale first start there and then okay yeah good idea good idea is is it worth my time and money is it worth it at this price or is it not worth it at all halo tv show i would say Yes, I think on the XRT rating scale, it is worth your time and money for a month. Just pay the 10 bucks to watch it or for free like me. Or actually, I had to pay the 10 bucks to have extended a month because I was watching it month by month. But for those of you who waited to have Game Pass, you have a free month to watch it. 
overall, I enjoyed it more than some recent Disney TV shows because it was something different. And I finally got to see the chief Lo- pros. I loved the Spartan armor, anything involving the UNSC phenomenal Cortana. Amazing. They did such a good job with Cortana. I remember people were freaking out about that. Probably the best part of the show. Um, I thought for the most part, the, the brutes and elites, especially the profits looked great, but I would sum up the show super high highs at some points and super low lows at some points. I didn't think it was a big deal about the Master Chief having sex. Uh, keep the helmet on more and that would solve a lot of problems. I get it. And then we didn't really talk about episode nine and what you guys thought of the overall ending and how that went. So, uh, Jose, give us your quick um I guess thoughts on what you would rank it and then bubble boy too. And then we can talk about the actual plot of episode nine. Uh, I agree with Dan hundred percent. I think, I think for a free month or even the $10 is absolutely worth your money and, and the time. Yeah, it's, it was a great show. It was really fun, whether you're a huge halo fan or not. Um, I mean, I love the story of Dan's. It was your aunt, right? That you, she was like, have you watched halo? And you're like, Oh my God. Uh, Cause it is, it, it is still a great show uh, and exciting to see kind of that come to life for us. I didn't get upset by a lot of the stuff the internet freaked out about. I just en- I enjoyed watching something totally new. And I, and I said this before, I liked that it wasn't the same as the games. Cause I've played the games. I know the story in the game so i like that it was kind of in the same universe but Great its own point. branch um overall uh, you know i i liked the way that the story ended i i actually really appreciated that it was written to be more than one season like that's very clear in episode nine you know without getting to the spoiler piece of it that there's no way that it was meant to like just end after this uh, and we'll talk about that when we get to the spoiler but um that i mean i hope that means that paramount has already signed on for more than one season if it gets canceled or it's not that's a huge bummer because there's a huge chunk of of the halo stuff missing uh but it, but again i think it was I think it looked better than people were complaining about. It was it perfect? No, but it was still fun. I think the weapons were really cool. It was cool to see those come to life in, a, in an action setting. So I'm all in. I'm excited, hopefully, for season two. I, that reminds me, I got to cancel my Paramount subscription. I think I've been paying for like four months now. Uh, to be fair, I did watch like Sonic and Scream and a couple others. They got me uh, a couple of them, but I need to do that right now. Chance, what do you think, man? Oh, nothing new that you guys didn't say. Worth your time, worth your money. Had its ups, had its downs. As far as trying something new, I support it. I thought it was it was well done for the most part. Um, yeah, I can I start on episode. Yeah, nine let's then and spoiler what warning. Like? Spoiler warning. Spoiler warning. Episode I, nine. Spoiler warning. Spoiler warning. Go watch the show. It is worth it. I do think it's worth it. And I it is for the most part. But there there are sure. some bad parts. Maybe get rid of two episodes. Focus more on the UNSC. It would have been so much. And keep the helmet on more. It would have been. It would have been like an eight out of ten. You know, like it could have been that good. Go ahead, Bubble Boy. Tell me what you thought yeah. overall. Can you remind us about episode nine and what happened? Well, so here's follow. what's here's my problem. The only thing that I can remember, like really standing out, was how bad that other planet looked. And like completely agree. On it, horrible. The sand up, planet, terrible. Man, so bad. So bad. So bad. And again, and I don't want to just be a Debbie Downer and be like, oh, the graphics suck. But I'm like, wow, they phoned that one in. Like were, somebody yep, yep. got fired. I, I have to I imagine. completely agree. And, and, the, and the elites and everything looked good in the Spartans, but the whole backdrop, 
terrible. That literally it was looked empty. It it just, just it looked. You know what it reminded me of was ran out of money. When sometimes no, when you see like motion capture stuff or green screen things, and you're like, you can absolutely tell what's going on there. Um, you just don't have all the like meat on the bones. I was like, yeah, that that's pretty much what this is. Like they clearly just like stopped paying this one artist and he's like, all right guys, I'm out. And so they're just left with whatever they had, which was just a blue sky and like a red dirt. So bad. Jose, uh, what stood out from you? What did you guys think of the ending with Cortana and the chief? Any thoughts on that? I thought that was kind of weird. But Jose, do you want to talk about like this, the quick synopsis so, that happens at the end there? Yeah. So I, I what I really liked at the end of the story, what they were clearly building to all season was was that the Master Chief in the in the show has a very different relationship with Cortana than Master Chief in the game, right? In the in the at least in the game where we're at in Halo Infinite, following Halo Five and Reach and that kind of stuff, is that they have a very symbiotic relationship. They depend on each other. You could make an argument that they're in love with each other. Um, and they and they care for each other immensely. That is not the case in the show. The case in the show is that he's very distrusting of her. He sees her as an AI that was forced upon him by Halsey, and he has a weird undying love for Halsey because of the way he was raised, but even that's getting chipped away episode by episode, and, and there's a huge breakdown of it, obviously, in episodes like 7, 8, and 9. Um, but it, what I really liked was that it showed he trusted Cortana. Like he, She also, for the record, trusted him and actually defied Halsey in order to support John here at the end, um, which was really cool. So I, I did like that piece of it. That's a little bit of what I was talking about where they were building it for season two, where there that seems like it would start much more in the Halo universe that we are, are a part of, where they're a symbiotic and they work as a team. Um, I wasn't as upset by the planet. I did think it was very bizarre that it was like so minimal. Um, and I, I don't know if that was just intended to be like, this is like a firefight. It reminded me of playing legendary in the games where you're just, there's so many brutes and elites and everything coming at you and it seems almost hopeless. So I, I like that they kind of tried to capture that, but I agree that it was kind of weird. Um, and so they, they definitely left it on a pretty significant cliffhanger. Um, with McKee getting shot and that kind of stuff. And, and, uh, you know, in the end, I don't, I kind of started to like her and then she just like fell apart at the end kind of thing. She was like going to kind of be Agreed. good and, and being evil. That seemed like a kind of a cop out at the end there. I wanted her to become like a double agent with the covenant and that kind of stuff. Um, and maybe they'll bring her back. Maybe they'll find some, some they'll do through some magical writing that she, Oh, she survived and this and this. Um, so yeah. Well, what you know, about I mean, guys, what about the whole Cortana taking over and everyone's saying oh when cortana took over for spoiler 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 john dying at the yeah. end there and then like oh that was actually the first time he felt like master chief because he was just out there being a badass when cortana takes over and doesn't say anything see Talk see i forgot i forgot all about that but yes. i remember at the time i'm glad you brought it up because at the time i remember being like what is happening i don't understand so you can die but then let her take over and then come back to life that literally makes no sense uh um, well no remember because if he was alive he couldn't when he touches the what was that thing called the the, the um, artifact whatever that yeah, the artifact. The artifact yeah whatever it was that's it why so like you have to disconnect him cortana takes it was i agree i thought it was really weird too like and then why isn't Cortana just talking, saying like I'm chief now? Or so? you're right, very bizarre. But do I want to see what the heck they're doing? Oh, after of course, this? sure, yeah. Any any other thoughts, Jose or Bubble Boy, on on how it ended? No, looking no, I, forward again, to hopefully another season. And 
Yeah. It was it amazing. Like, was it Stranger Things cool or Breaking Bad cool? No, it wasn't. But for being a longtime fan, I think it was cool. And I think it's cool to see a video game adapted to a show that wasn't bad. You know what I'm saying? Again, it wasn't amazing, but it Some wasn't bad. Some people would argue. <laughs> I agree. Well, I th- I some think parts was, of it were I bad. Think it was, the, I think it was, you're right. I don't think it was bad, but it wasn't great. Yeah, but it was it was a good first attempt. Because Exactly. And I think there is potential. Hopefully they learn. Here's the thing. If they learn and take some feedback and cater more towards the hardcore just a bit, I think it definitely could improve a lot and gain more goodwill. So hopefully it will continue. Does anyone else have anything they'd like to add? I've been walk- watching Breaking – or sorry, Better Call Saul. Great story and writing can be slow though and that's basically what i've been watching i haven't seen uh stranger things for yet i know ali just refuses to watch it with me i need to watch it i can't wait to watch it but please no spoilers about that because somehow i've avoided spoilers anything else you would like to add for what we've been watching or do we want to talk about okay jose go ahead just two quick things i have been watching season four of stranger things with victoria and it's it's awesome it's it is i think my favorite season I still love the first one because it was so good at the time, but this one has been really awesome. The one weird thing um, is that the episode lengths are crazy. Like some of them are like 42 minutes. Some are an hour and a half. The finale is two and a half hours, um, which is insane to me. Um, And to be fair, I haven't finished it. We have literally like 20 minutes left. Uh, Hopefully we'll get to maybe do that tonight after we finish recording. The other thing I just want to quickly mention that I have been watching because it started when I was in quarantine. I started watching Harley Quinn on HBO Max. Harley Quinn is a cartoon series for adults in the Batman universe, obviously after Harley Quinn. It is awesome. It is hilarious. I had literally been laughing out loud to myself. Um, I was telling Chance the other day, Bane, the character Bane in that show is I mean, it is literally gut-wrenching laughing because it's the voice of like the Tom Hardy where he's like, I'm going to blow stuff up, but he's an idiot kind of. And like everyone makes fun of him in the Legion of Doom. Like it is, it's really good. And the reason I started watching was because they're actually, there's two seasons of the show right now and they're like 16 episode seasons. They're big. There's a third season dropping on July 28th. And so I saw a trailer for that. It looked pretty funny. Uh, So maybe start watching it. So I think I'm in the middle of season or very beginning of season two right now. So um, episodes are like 22, 25 minutes long. Um, Definitely very adult oriented. Like do not watch this with your kids or maybe your parents if they get offended because there's lots of cussing. There's lots of sex. There's lots of violence. Um, But it's it's pretty awesome. And it's because it's something you don't necessarily see in the Batman universe and you see all the characters in there, including Batman, Robin, Batgirl, Gordon, like everybody, it's pretty dope. And, and the voice acting is dope. There's a, it's a huge all-star cast. Like go look it up on IMDb, all kinds of people lend their voice talents to that show. So excited for season three. That's what I've been watching. Chance, anything you want to mention? Um, It's not been something I've been watching, but I did write on there Batman unburied, which is a um, kind of a podcast serial show i don't even know what you call it on spotify so of course i was getting i had to get on spotify so that i could rate xrt and keep those um you know algorithms going strong i i don't pay for spotify but i at least have an account now which is a step forward and when i was on there i noticed that batman unburied um that's the only place you can listen to that and it's really really neat um, it's super cool. The guy that voices Batman is really well done. It has all kinds of sound sound effects and stuff. Um, if you've never really listened to a book on tape or or listened to like a, a not just a 
podcast where it's like people talking, but that's has more of um, drama and a story to it. Um, it's really, really well done and it can be kind of hard to get into, but um, if you like the Batman universe at all, it does introduce a new villain that I think fits in incredibly well. And I would love to see in some sort of live action way. So, so is it kind of like that? Uh, what was it on the halo? Didn't halo have one f- before halo five came out? I remember uh, people search for truth. It was something true. Yeah. It's like acting and like you heard like audio logs and stuff. Is it something like that? Well, it totally reminds me of honestly, it's funny you brought up Halo of because I had I had been listening to the Halo books on tape on Audible, right? And it it absolutely reminds me of that because it's it's clearly written for those universes that we enjoy and stuff. This one just has lots of different special effects and stuff added and and music and sounds like that they wouldn't add if you're just having somebody read a book. Actually, you know what? One more quick thing. If for both of you guys, if you want to do something like that with your kids that kids can listen to, there was actually great Penelope and I used to listen when I would cook dinner for him once a week. It's called The Unbeatable Squirrel Girl. It's a podcast serial and it's only like six or eight episodes. Um, and it's but it's it's funny and kind of endearing um, and totally kid appropriate. I hope they do a second season, but it's it was a cool way to introduce her into some of like superheroes and talk about just like nerdy things that otherwise like I couldn't really like we wouldn't listen to a podcast together. She doesn't have the patience. But if we were cooking dinner together, we did it all the time. It was really cool. So check that out if you're interested. The Unbeatable Squirrel Girl. It's on all podcast services. Very cool, guys. Does anyone want to add anything quickly to what we've been playing? Are we good? I've just been playing Forza and Halo, and that's pretty much it. Forza Cuphead over here. Oh, okay. So How uh, is Cuphead for you, Chance? Oh, loving it. We talked a little bit about it last week, too, didn't we? It's Yeah immaculately done um i have i thought i beat it but i'm sure if you've seen anything about cuphead you know there's a few secret things to it and bosses and bosses on top of bosses so i i i at least have i'm towards the end so but it's great got it so I uh, I did finish Turtles with Dan and some of our friends and I I did I still loved it in the end the online stuff still it kind of hurt my ranking quite a bit because it was just such a pain when you were in the middle of it. Uh, the one huge bonus I will say for any parents out there, my daughters picked up and start playing it actually with my wife. And again, all non-gamers, one daughter's five, one daughter's seven. My wife is, I mean, she can play games, but not, she doesn't play like I do. Um, and they loved it. They literally played like nine levels together. Now, granted, it was on easy mode, but they had a great time. I didn't have her have to support or anything like that. They even were able to like support each other. Like when they would die, they like, could do LV and stuff like that. It was really cool. So that was a cool pickup for me. Um, you know, as I think more about it, I, I do agree more with Dan that like Turtles in Time was just so hard to beat. Like, so I, I do think Turtles in Time is better than Shredder's Revenge, but it, for it being free on Game Pass and a quick, nostalgic, like fun game to play, I think it's super a certified banger for sure. I've also been playing Halo a little bit here and there, um, but my two big ones that I'll go with the small one first, I played Fall Guys for the first time um, and I was totally down on this game. Like I was like, oh, it's stupid. I'm not going to get on this, this trope with all my kids are playing it. But the other night, Bacon was on, and, uh, and he was like, oh, we're going to play Fall Guys with my brother and his friend Matt. And I was like, all right, I'll give it a shot. It was a quick download, like 3.6 gigs or something. Awesome. 
I genuinely had a lot of fun playing Fall Guys. Like I want to play with would. our whole crew. It was fun. Would. I mean, it's it is stupid stuff, and they're definitely it's definitely built for you to spend money on like the microtransactions and stuff. But I didn't do any of that. I just played the game, and I had a great time, man. It was it was definitely I wouldn't play by myself probably, um, but it's something you definitely fun with friends, and definitely a great thing to play with kids because very simple control layout and very simple. Uh, like idea on how it works mechanics and physics and stuff um, and then the other last thing i'll quickly mention i finally beat cyberpunk um, so i've been playing this a little bit for the last month or so i wanted to finish it during summer before i went back to work and because i was in quarantine that was a great opportunity to sink some hours in when i was feeling a little bit better i just couldn't leave the room um, overall on the on the rating scale i definitely think it's worth your time do I think it's worth it at a full price? I don't. I, I don't think it's worth the sixty bucks. Uh, you know, I would. I would buy it at forty though. I think that's fair. Um, the next gen patches. It's it's absolutely gorgeous. It is easily one of the prettiest games. Like it's up there with Forza, uh, and how beautiful it looks, and and everything rendering and running real smooth on the Series X. The the face models and the characters are just incredible. Um, like I have no complaints in that department. The reason it's just. It's. I think. I. I think for the story, I put about twenty five hours in. So if anyone looking out there, what is it really going to finish in? You're looking between twenty and twenty five hours, depending on if you do a couple extra things. Um, in terms of like the other side quests, I really just dipped my toe in a couple of them, um, looking for graffiti and fighting these these guys called cyber psychos, which are kind of like mini bosses if you want to think of them like that um and i enjoyed them i had a great time the the bummer thing about some of the side quests is that some of them are severely like imbalanced level wise and i felt that system was hard to understand like it would say like danger is high versus very high versus moderate i didn't know what that really meant but the very high meant basically like it didn't matter how good my guns were or how how good i was about covering or how patient there was no way i was beating that person um and there was no clear like delineation about when i could go beat them versus not so that was i think that was a weird system um but overall cool story uh, you know I, I really did get to like some of the characters i met along the way i love the interactions uh, again it's a pretty gritty portrayal of a lot of stuff like there was definitely some very graphic violence some very graphic sex scenes and stuff like that um but definitely like an adult game but cool i, I enjoyed it i i applaud cd project red um and and all their hard work and despite all the crazy terribleness they went through with the launch of this game it's pretty okay now i do like it the whole thing with keanu he was cool you know, honestly, he was kind of an ass in the game. Like, and, and I thought I would kind of like that, like, oh, Rebel. By the end, I was just kind of annoyed by him, though. And it's not the Keanu that I like, who seems like such a humble, nice guy in, like, real life. Um, so just keep that in mind throughout the story. But um, it's also one of those games where there's clearly, like, probably 10 different endings to the game, depending on what the choices you make. I don't love the choices I made. I just felt like they were the ones that were most true to, like, what the game was. And I was also just kind of interested in being done by the end. So in the end, I think it's worth your time. If you can get it for 40 or cheaper or free, it's definitely worth a playthrough at 70. That's a little bit steep. Um, I mean, I guess I got some cool stickers with my $70 purchase back in the day. So anyway, that's those are my thoughts on Cyberpunk. Very good. I bought mine for 30 and I still haven't started. So maybe I'll get to it. Probably. I, I Here's the thing, you guys. I have Resident Evil 8 and Cyberpunk just sitting on my Xbox. Resident Evil 8. But for some reason... I think I'm Resident Evil play Demon or Dark Souls Three. I might have to go back to see where it all. Okay, never mind, guys. 
Let's move on to the good old days. Last week, in celebration of Top Gun Maverick breaking records and getting to the $1 billion mark at the box office, we ranked the Top Gun call sign. So now, like we promised, we are ranking the Top Gun Maverick call signs. This is the official XRT ranking of Top Gun Maverick. Let's jump into it, guys. Let's start with the first one. Um, Halo. Where do we want to put Halo? I kind of think Halo's kind of cool. Uh, I do too. Because of the video games. What what number are we thinking here for this one? I, I think we should change this a little bit. I think we should just go in, like, go by number. Like, say, who do we think is number one and work backwards to 13? No, no. Because I think gotta, that's hard to do. Unless we had... I you got to think of it. Who's the worst? Okay, fine. Which one of these is the worst call sign? Do you want to do okay, that? That's I like that, but let's do let's do that. But I like I start with the numbers instead of the name. All right, it's hard to say is Halo. I'm thinking Fritz. Any yep, I agree with that. Bubble any, Boy. Bubble Boy. Any any jump in there? Oh, no. right. Bubble right. Boy is taking a crap, and we are gonna put <laughs> Fritz number three. I, I mean, let's be honest. That's just not a good name. It's just. I don't like it. I mean, it's a good name. It's not a good call sign. Is it? I don't know. Okay. Number 12. What do you think should be number 12? You you tell me what do you think is the second worst name on here? Wait, I should probably list them. Hold on. Here's the list, you guys. We have Halo, Yale, Hondo, Fritz, Hammer, Warlock, Cyclone, Bob, Fanboy, Payback, Phoenix, Hangman, Rooster. I think either Hondo or Fanboy are number yeah, two. Yeah, you know what? I'm kind of with you. I don't really like Fanboy. It's just got too much of a, a negative association yeah. with with P, with PlayStation Fanboys, Xbox Fanboys. If this, I I don't I don't like Fanboy either. Should we All put right, that twelve? Fanboy twelve. I like Fanboy. Oh 12. boy, what are your thoughts on Fanboy? All right, All right. he's minute. yeah, he's still in the pooper. MIA number right now. twelve fanboy i agree i don't i i don't like fanboy either and i feel bad because i don't mind the actor who played him but yeah but we're not doing the actors i know i know i know i know i know know. okay what do you think is number 11 jose where is bubble boy bubble boy acidic hot caca you guys he just disappeared on i hope he's okay over there uh i'm gonna i'm gonna go i still think hondo oh my gosh he breaking news you guys we were kidding around but we got a text <laughs> from Bubble Boy right now, and it says emergency caca. Emergency emergency. You gotta get a better one that's longer. All right, oh, he's there back. He is, there he is. He's back. <laughs> he had oh, give a second. Oh no. He had uh, I'm not even gonna read those. Oh, his list is heinous, but we're going against you, Bubble Boy. Look at our list so far. Um we need to get you back in here. We put Fritz at 13 and Fanboy at 12. Any objections there, Bubble Boy? You put Fanboy? I liked Fanboy. Yeah, I don't. Me and no, Hope, not sorry. the actor, though. It's not no, the actor. I know. I it's know. The name. I know. I couldn't even tell you okay. who the actor was. I, thought that uh, was I didn't like it. He'd be, he'd be low. Sorry, you'd get outvoted on that one. Uh, so. okay. Yeah, dude. All right. I don't like so Fanboy. What we're doing Did you guys here, not Bubble get Boy? my text? Well, we didn't realize until just like we, just a second ago. <laughs> right, um, right. So here we go, Bubble Boy. We're just gonna go. What do you think is eleven now? Jose doesn't want me to read them and place it. So, what do you think is the next worst name? I guess after Fritz Bob Fanboy. I thought Bob I, was terrible. I, I kind of dig funny. Bob. I, th- it it's is. Not, 
I like it wasn't Bob. to me. Jose, would you, you okay? Would you? Here, this is how I kind of like to look at him too. If that was your name, would you be proud of that? Well, no, That's but for Bob, I think I think we should put Bob Eleven. Like I get that it was funny in this in the context, but I wouldn't want him high on the list because I wouldn't want that name. Chances right? Yeah. Okay, but is Bob like when I was doing those generators, and and then obviously after you get down that rabbit hole, there's just like every word out there, right? But like Bob, if that came up, I'd be like, no. All right, you're right. That's fair. I think Bob eleven. Bob at eleven. What about number ten? What what should we put there? I still think Hondo's low on the list, man. I don't yeah. think that's a cool call. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I Hondo next. Wait, wait, wait. Is Bob better than Hondo, though? No. No. Ha- no, uh, Hondo at least. Hondo sounds like someone from yeah, Fast and okay. Furious, okay, okay. I guess. And Phoenix, <laughs> like if you were if you were from Phoenix, maybe? No. Uh, okay. Phoenix, like the animal, though. So that's a cool mm-hmm. animal. Yeah. Okay. I'm kind of with I'm kind of with Bubble Boy in here. Some people think Phoenix is high out of the rest of these. Honestly, okay, here's the thing. I'm gonna throw this out here for number nine. I don't like Cyclone. I, I Cyclone I had it at seven. Kind of boring. So yeah. I, it, do we want I could put Cyclone want, at nine? I'm do cool want with not, at nine. But okay, here's the thing. Is Cyclone cooler than Phoenix? No. I like I Phoenix better than Cyclone. Put it at nine. Mm-hmm. I'm struggling with this one, Phoenix. Uh, but then I want Yale. my name. I to be thought Phoenix. Yale was dumb. Unless again, unless that person. <laughs> yeah, but Yale. Yale uh, but Yale insinuates that you're point. like smart. I guarantee you that's yeah, what that yeah. Like that's. Uh, speaking uh, so of uh, between those three, I okay, would, yeah, I would let's want, let's yeah, let's do okay. I would want these Phoenix, next then Yale, then Cyclone. Phoenix, like Yale, Phoenix Cyclone. best, Ooh. Yale, and then Cyclone. I disagree, Bubble Boy. What do you think? Those three. Worst to like first. the exact opposite of Jose. Cyclone. So, oh, wait. Phoenix. Phoenix was the best for me. Phoenix best, then Yale, then Cyclone is the worst. That's what I said. Okay, so worst to best, Phoenix, Yale, Cyclone. Yeah, mine was the opposite of Jose. So worst I'm gonna to go, best, Phoenix, Yale, Cyclone. I'm going to go. Yeah, I got to go Phoenix here. You're right. Phoenix is not that great of a name. Sorry, it's not. And then we've got Cyclone and Yale. Is that, is that what we're going here with here? No, Yale is in the middle and Cyclone is, is seven. I'm going Cyclone and then Yale. Because you're right. I like the smarts. Actually, but Yale. Oh. I mean, but think about it. If you were in a bar and and uh, like before we were right, all married and someone's right. like, what's your call sign? And you're like, Yale. would you want to say Yale or Cyclone? You probably want to say Cyclone. To be fair. Okay, so what we've got so far for our listeners, Fritz, Fanboy, Bob, Hondo, Phoenix, Yale, Cyclone. I actually think Hondo should probably be higher. What do you guys no, think? No, no. Really? Bubble Boy, what do you think? What does it, it mean? It doesn't matter to me. <laughs> All right, <laughs> let's move point, on. Like, let's get to I the next. I really what? do think from here on out, they're good. They're really yeah, I good. I agree. Guys. Some of these are really good. Okay, here's where I would put six. Rooster. I don't think Rooster's that good. No, Rooster's got to be Rooster's not that good. Name. I'm sorry. I so don't that's like That's exactly Rooster. where I had Rooster. Was six. six. Rooster. There he is. Yep. Damn, I got outvoted. You got outvoted bad. All right. Get rid of Rooster, bubble boy. And now these are top tier, you guys. Top. Here's our last five. We have Halo, Hammer, Warlock, Payback, Hangman. 
I think Hangman should be five. I think that was a stupid call sign. Really? Oh, no, I think Hangman's. Yeah, dude, I think Hangman's. And the way it was written on his helmet. Yeah, his helmet was the sickest, dude. We're didn't. we not judging this based on the way it looked on the helmet. Based on the name itself. The name itself and what you could do writing it. Like, they all have a little bit of, like, Jester has the little, like, Jester bells and... Yeah, they dude. all have. Yeah, a but you wouldn't let me put Jester higher. We put Jester at seven last time. No, I know. Yeah, I want to put Jester higher. I'm not saying it's a good name. I'm saying they all have their name, and then they have typically some sort of like. Design I think the best name is Warlock. It. That's what I'm saying. Warlock, I, dude, I think Warlock. I think Warlock's okay. We're gonna save Warlock, and I'm more than happy um, to put Warlock. One. Warlock and Hangman. Let's let's save those. So, what do we want on number five between Halo, Hammer, and Payback? Hammer. I put Halo at five. Payback I'm or a, Hammer? I think Hammer. Hammer. Yeah. He's the Hammer. Hammer's cool. It's cool, but you, there's you have cool a very specific body part to have the name Hammer. Exactly. Like, but, what it but, comes down and to. that's why it's five. So get rid of Hammer. All right. Between Halo and Payback, what do we call Halo? Obviously, the name Halo has such a different connotation for us. I think yes. it's coming off more as like a savior to yeah pretty cool yeah no not bad at is all is that better but... than payback i think payback's better than halo i think that's a sick name bubble boy where would you put payback? i had halo better than payback but like payback right, i'm with, I'm with you i'm with like... you i'm with you payback it is okay. Okay. i'm with i'm with bubble boy on this one halo and here's where it gets a little crazy these are top tier names, you guys. Warlock oh, yeah. and Hangman. <sighs> and I'm, I, I do think the design of their helmet matters. Warlock. We didn't get to see Warlock's Dang. helmet, though. That's not fair. I don't even True, know. True, but like well, he was okay. one of the admirals. Are you serious? Oh. He was. He was the the black guy. He's like, I, you're where you belong. Yeah. Make us proud yeah. at, the, at the on the ship. Oh. Are you kidding me, Warlock? Oh my. I think Warlock guy. is the best name. That's my vote, but I'm, I'm okay with you, Dave. Look, top two is cool with me. You guys I mean, decide. they were one the, and two for me. Yes, were this is tough for me, Bubble two. Boy. So, it, oh my God, could, it comes down to me because because I want Warlock one, Chance wants Hangman one. So what do you want, Dean? If I was at a bar and they're like, what's your car, call sign? <sighs> Hangman, they'd be like, why did they Warlock. call Hangman? Because I'm always letting well, my guys to hang it out. Because I can't dry. spell no. for shit. And, he, and no. you know what? Language. What was yours? What were you going to say, Bubble Boy? Because I'm teaching them how to fly? I, no. I don't... Hangman, it's hanging. That is not what that implies. No. Boy, this... Now you make me want to dislike the name with that comment. Perfect. I... Hangman 2, Warlock 1. Decided. Warlock. This is it's... so bad because... <laughs> Here's the thing. I associate Hangman with the, the sick ass helmet, and it's it is oh, cool. Yeah. And like, I'm a badass. Yeah. I'm, I'm just out there to leave him out to. I'm hanging him out to dry, you know. But then at the same time, Warlock just sounds cool. And then I start to think of that scene in in uh, Superbad where he's like, I got to catch a glimpse of these warlocks. War- and I'm just like, yep. Oh, this is really difficult, you guys. Yep. Out of warlock. respect to uh, got to catch a glimpse of those warlocks. Warlock mm-hmm. is going number one, followed closely by Hang. I love Hangman, but Warlock. That is such a sick name. So next week, are we going to be super sacrilegi- sacrilegious and do top 10 of all of them 
both of them nope. put together. We are going to rank all of them together. So here you go, you guys. This is exactly how Kind of Funny did it. They actually combined them after Maverick, but we're doing it. Here's your top, top gun. And now here is the official XRT ranking of the top gun Maverick call signs. Number 13, Fritz. Number 12, Fanboy. Number 11, Bob. Number 10, Hondo. Number 9, Phoenix. Number 8, Yale. Number 7, Cyclone. Number 6, Rooster. Number 5, Hammer. Number 4, Payback. Number three, Halo. Number two, Hangman. And number one, Warlock. That perfect. Is, is, <laughs> dude, these are sick names. The top five on both are pretty me except for ah, looking back goose number four you guys let's see how it all ends next week when we do the combination of the top gun and top gun maverick call signs do you just want to do a top 10 or should we rank them i mean all? a 20 top 27 list that's a I lot <laughs> I think we should do our own list and then we can average them mathematically and that's that'll be a lot easier than going through 20 names Listeners, it's up to you. Please write in and what you would like us to do for the Top Gun call sign. Math or chaos? Guys, let's close the show like we always do with the best food we had this week. Who would like to go first? I will. Um, I was at Ashley's good friend, uh, Farron and Tyson's house, or we were at her friend, Farron and Tyson's house for 4th of July. Um, and Tyson is a wonderful cook and Farron as well. And they made, they put some work into, they took chicken leg like drumsticks and they took all the meat off of most of the bottom so that it literally made, they called them chicken lollipops. And they looked like, cause you said the bone sticking out and then just like a little ball of the chicken meat at the top. And the kids went, nuts for him. Um, and they were really, really good. He smoked them in the smoker. Um, but he, they were like, yeah, it's a lot of work too, but the kids love them. And so that was really cool. And then he smoked a brisket that he said was not his best work, but I'm here to tell you right now, Tyson, it was fantastic. Um, perfect amount of char, char I thought on it and just really, really well done. So hard to beat home cooking. Very nice. But boy, I will go next and then Jose will close us off. I will say my best food was the delicious barbecues I had for the 4th of July. Absolutely love it. But I have to give a huge XRT shout out to my wife. She makes these chicken skewers, you guys. She puts some sort of seasoning sauce. I don't know what she makes. And Salt it's, and pepper? No. it's. I'm going to have to ask her. Allie, please tell me next time. Remind me to, to shout this out. She makes the best chicken skewers. They were incredible. She she made it out there with her mom. Shout out to my wife's delicious chicken skewers. That was the best food I had this week. And Chipotle Bear, what was the best food you had? So uh, earlier this week, we stopped by Romano's, which is an awesome Italian place in Littleton, Colorado. If you ever want to check it out, it's been around forever. And it is always packed. Like you want to talk about a place that is full no matter what day of the week. Um, but I went. We, it's a pizza place, an Italian place. I got a um, Philly cheesesteak pizza. It was fantastic. And and the Domino's one is actually really good too. I had that one a couple weeks ago. But this was like homemade pizza, amazing crust. And they did not skimp on the toppings. There was a ton of meat on there. 
That's what she said. Um, so that was my first thing. And then the other part that was fantastic, big news in the Lakewood, Denver, Colorado scene, Popeye's officially opened up at Jewel and Wadsworth. Love um, that chicken from Popeye's. As soon as I heard my wife, who is amazing and wonderful, was like, do you want to get Popeye's? Love that chicken from Popeye's. Popeyes. Absolutely, I did. So we went over there. And apparently it opened about a week ago. I didn't know because I was in New Orleans and then sick and all this stuff. And so I was hoping that it wouldn't be as crazy. I was wrong. It was absolutely nutty there. There was probably 15 cars in the drive through line. There's probably another 15 people inside. But I will give a huge shout out to the workers that this Popeyes, they were killing it. And they were they were messing up orders here and there a little bit, but they were good about fixing them. They were good about yelling the names. Like people were getting their food within a reasonable amount of time. It, shout out to that shift crew because I'm sure that they are it was crazy for them, right? Just a Friday night, prime dinner time for everybody eating there. So we got there, had my spicy chicken sandwich. Uh, I tried their honey mustard for the first time. Pretty good. I'm a big black and ranch guy, but it was actually pretty solid. Chance, you want to add to that? Did you get the Mardi Gras mustard or the honey mustard? Honey mustard. Okay. Their I Mardi did- Gras mustard's pretty good too. Okay. I'll, and shout out to the worker because I walked up to her. We'd gotten all our sauces already. And it was, remember, it was chaos in there. And and my father-in-law was like, hey, can I get can I get a honey mustard? And I was like, oh, yeah, I'll go grab one. And I walked up. I was like, I'm so sorry about you. Can I have one honey mustard, please? And she was like, no problem. She handed me four of them in my hand. It was like, what, that stuff's delicious. What was the sauces for exactly? Not your spicy chicken sandwich, correct? Well, they were dipping them for tenders and for fries, like just as gotcha, dipping sauces. Gotcha. Um, so they, but shout out, all, all their sauces are pretty rocking there. So anyway, pumped. I officially signed up for the Popeyes app on my phone because I'm finally within what? the Popeyes that's close enough oh that I can. Well, because I'm, I'm not close enough that I could. It would it would matter for me um, in terms of rewards, but not anymore, sir. Let me tell you what. I'm excited to. Anyone do some over unders on when I'm going to get my first reward for the amount of Popeyes that I purchase? Because it's going to be soon. Just throwing that out. Anyway, that was the best thing I had this week. Yeah. Very, very nice. Gentlemen, this has been Xbox Record This Episode 62. Thank you so much to all of our listeners out there. Thank you for writing into the show. Please keep writing in. We love to do the shout outs. It's the best part of the show. My name is Daddy Diwali. You can follow me at Daddy Diwali across all social media. You can follow the show at Xbox Record This. Uh, make sure to check out some of my food reviews I've done recently. Maybe you'll, you need a supplement or a protein powder or a, uh, some spicy Pringles. Check it out. I've got them over there. I'm waiting for Bubble Boy to send in some of his food reviews as well. Uh, Chipotle Bear, where can people find you? You can find me on uh, Twitter, Chipotle underscore Bear, or on Instagram at Chipotle Bear. Again, it's been awesome getting a few likes here and there, a few new followers, and in, in, in working with all the people out there. That's our favorite part of the show. Uh, so thank you everyone for writing in and look forward to all of that in the future. And bubble boy, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me in the right slow lane of most Lakewood city streets where I like to run dressed as a female. Um, and just so you know, there is a man driving around in a black Chrysler stone go Pacifica and he's out of control. So if you see this man, you tag him, you call the police. He tried to run me over today. It was terrible. Um, I almost lost my life. Uh, City of Lakewood, watch out. Uh, Roasted. As always, Karens, see you online. See you online. See you online. See you online. He said he had a surprise for me. Maybe. I guess you should have called. I did call earlier when... 
using the phone. Earlier, when was that? Or later, when then I uh, le left a message. A message? What number did you call? Two, four, nine, or five, six, seven, eight. I can't hear you. You're trailing off. And did I catch a niner in there? Were you calling from a walkie-talkie? No, it was cordless. Mm -hmm. You know what? Don't. Not here. Not now. Xbox, record this, as a podcast created by Daniel Walensic. You can follow him at Daddy Diwali on all social media. The assistant to the co-host is Jose Martinez, and you can follow him at Chipotle underscore bear on Twitter. The assistant to the assistant to the co-host is Chance Siegel, and you can follow him at BubbleBoyN7. You can follow the show at Xbox Record This on all social media. If you'd like to find out more about the show, visit xboxrecordthis.com.